Hey friends, it's Abigail Avisi. Welcome back to Judgment Free Zone. We need vulnerability and empathy now more than ever. I hope you are able to find room for more curiosity, self-compassion, and empathy for yourself and others while you're here. I show up so you can too. Welcome back, vulnerable, inspiring, courageous, curious, game-changing community. So this is my first recording without having my best friend or husband on. Go me. Um, her name is Katie, and I'm going to let her introduce herself here in a moment. But for now, Katie, if you want to just say hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> good. How are you? Good. I can see you, you know, but some of my followers aren't going to see you, right? If not, if they're just watching on or listening on Spotify. So I want them to hear your voice. Um, Hello. <laughs> so are you, you're an office fan, right? Yeah, same. So I feel like this whole thing has been reminding me like this journey for me starting the podcast reminds me of like the first season of the office, like how cringeworthy it was. And like, it wasn't like you appreciated the office until like season two, when you like, yes. knew, when you knew the characters, You're like, this is really awkward, but I'd like it. You know what I mean? But that's <laughs> I like how it. I feel. That's how I feel about my like journey right now is like, it's cringy and weird. And I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm being vulnerable. And that's what you do when you don't know what you're doing. And it's new, right? It's true. And that's what we need. Yeah. That's what we need. Yes. And that's what I want to create. And so I'm so excited to have you here, but Katie is awesome. So I wanted to bring her on. Um, I met her through her mom. I was doing her lashes and I guess Trisha yes. too. We could give a shout out yes. to Trisha. Yes. So, Hi, Trisha. Yes. Not only is she a huge Disney fan like myself, so naturally we relate on that yes. level. Um, you were in the LDS faith and have recently left. I also yes. have left the LDS faith at one time or another. We're both moms, advocates yep. for mental health and body yep. image. Yes. And so I just think you're amazing. I think you're funny. Oh, thank you. And witty. <laughs> and I always have wanted to just be in your presence. You exude joy and happiness and you're just real and raw. And I think you know that again that's what we need and so I wanted to hear from you thank, so, thank you yeah I feel like all squishy inside now <laughs> right yeah. like raw and open thank you. yeah I relate to all of those things just like you do so it's been a crazy couple of years yes so I want my community to get to know you and I want to hear more about you so I do, or am starting this thing where I want people, my question is going to be like, what is the gift of you? So I want you to answer that for us. And then you can go in from there and kind of share us your background and, you know, lead us to what we're going to be talking about today. All right. Well, the gift of me. Um, I think I have always been very open, very open, very vulnerable, very, um, aware of others I like I'm an empath so like I feel others I've always been connected to people and I'm silly and I'm funny and I just for some reason like I'm just really super comfy in my skin right now I think it's because I'm in my 40s I left the Mormon church 
I'm kind of like navigating a new life and I'm just kind of leaving behind all the things that bothered me and kind of bringing forward new stuff that I'm like, I'm still not even sure, you know, what I'm doing, but at the same time, it's good. It's really good. Yeah. 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 No, that's awesome. So what, (laughs) what has been this journey like for you? What is coming into your forties for you? Oh gosh. Well, so I'll just kind of go back. I have two daughters, uh, 16 and, a, she's almost 12. That's crazy. But, um, both of my daughters are kind of famous. They, I have my younger daughter, Chloe, who's a famous meme. And that happened when we, she was two years old. So we were kind of just like flung into fame. And so that has kind of been our life for the last literally 10 years. And through all of that, you know, behind the scenes, being a mom and dealing with, you know, teenagers and, you know, internet and all of these things kind of like really prepared me for kind of what I'm in right now with leaving the church and like kind of taking my authority back because I feel like for so long I was giving everything everything that I had to my kids, their careers, my, my family and my church and everything. And I just realized kind of at the end of the day that I forgot about myself and, you know, 2020 was super hard. Um, my oldest, uh, attempted suicide in 2020 during the pandemic. And that was just so hard, so hard. And it kind of just forced me to kind of put my life in perspective, kind of, and kind of really weed out what really makes me happy, what is bringing me down, and a lot of things were bringing me down, so. Yeah, thank you for sharing and being vulnerable around that, like, those are really big things in someone's life to go through. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, I know you know, from my own perspective of just the church aspect too, like, I feel like I was told a lot, or at least my perception was to give, give, give. And I think that goes with, I never was learned any boundaries. Yes. (laughs) And that when I I agree, yeah, when I'm able to learn um, that I can say no, I'm actually more willing to give at a place of not creating resentment. Yeah. Oh no, that totally, you know, I was born into the church. I have not talked about this openly. So this is kind of my first, and it's hard to talk about because I have so many amazing LDS friends who I love and respect, and I respect them and their wishes and their beliefs. Um, But at this point, I feel like I just need to break away and, and talk about how I'm feeling and how you know, it is hard to leave Mormonism after 42 years. Um, that is a community, that is a life, that is a belief system, that is your your job, your life, your work, your money, everything. And, you know, throughout my life, I always had doubts, but like, I just never expanded my mind on it. And after what happened with Lily and kind of my experience within the church the last two years, I won't go into detail, but it was really bad. It was really bad. And at the end of the day, I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm not even happy. 
I, I have not been happy. I've not felt worthy as a woman. I've not felt worthy as a mom. I've not felt um, present in my own life. You know, I have no authority over my body, over what I wore, over what, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's just like, I, I couldn't take it anymore. And speaking of my mom, I kind of had a falling out with her kind of the same month that I left the church and it was hard, but at the same time, like I felt this overwhelming authority over my life. Like I was in charge and I never felt like that for the last 42 years. I was always climbing these stairs of worthiness, realizing that I was never going to reach that top. And um, when I left the church, for some reason, that was the biggest thing that I felt in that moment of just, wow, freedom slash authorities. And then the the ability to see perspective of people in the church and love and respect. And then my perspective, like, I'm not wrong. Just because I don't believe the way you believe doesn't make me wrong. Doesn't make me on the on my way to hell. Doesn't make me in the midst of darkness. Doesn't make me any of those things that sometimes the church likes to put us in. And, you know, and I will say this, this is, this is my experience in the church. You know, this is how I feel. And I know that that's not everyone's experience, but that's how I felt. And I've been out for five months now, and I can honestly tell you, it has been the most amazing, joyful months of my life. My life hasn't gotten easier or harder. I still have bills and I still have all of these things, but like, I'm able to, um, just grab authority. Does that make any sense? Like, yeah, I mean, uh, again, I can relate in different ways and I was yeah. raised in multiple different religions. So I have like, my mom was Pentecostal Christian. So I don't know if you, that's like very charismatic, yeah. like the touching and healing. And, you know, I went to a Calvinist church, um, with my brother growing up. And then I went, I was married in a Lutheran church and um, my ex at the time was LDS and went into the LDS church. So I was LDS for about three years. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, I can relate on a lot of ways. It, it, it's leaving the LDS church for me as well was probably one of the hardest things that I did. And I can't imagine being raised in the LDS church and leaving. Cause you're right. It really is. Mm -hmm. Um, you live, breathe, eat, sleep the church. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an all encompassing thing. And when you're miserable in an all encompassing thing, and it's just like this constant moving thing, you don't see a way out. There is no way out because there's, that's your life. Yeah. there's that's no option and I remember throughout my life multiple times thinking like I don't know if I believe this like I'm miserable I, every single day of my life trying to find joy was harder than living in complete misery right. and I thought that I was supposed to live in misery because we're told that life is full of trials and there and life is hard but we keep working and working to this this level 
And I just could never get there mentally. I always felt like a worthless mother, a worthless wife. I always felt like I wasn't doing enough. I wasn't leading enough. I wasn't going to church. It was all of these limitations that the church was putting on me. Hmm. And, but you don't realize it while you're in it until you're out. So <laughs> the last five months have been an insane emotional roller coaster. You know, I had this euphoria leaving and then you have this sadness of losing an entire community and the people and you know and then you're angry because of all of these things you're learning and reading and then so it's just kind of like losing somebody you know when lily um attempted suicide even though and thank thank god she is here with us um, you still go through like a grieving process. It's like my child wanted to leave me. She wanted to leave this world. And so there's a grieving process. It, it's almost like the same thing where it's just like, you have to go through all of these, these emotions. And to know that leaving Mormonism is like going against the grain. Like I'm stepping out of a flowing river and getting out and watching everyone go by me but the best part is i'm not scared i'm not i'm not i know that i'm doing the right thing and so that's the hardest thing is actually taking that step and and also with with what happened with lily it's like taking that step with lily to talk to her and be open with her and have conversations that i never would have had had these monumentous things happen with me so how is your, if you don't mind me asking, how is your family? Like, are they on the same page with you? Are there differences? I had like immense fears that I was going to lose a lot of friends, that I my family was going to feel a certain way. Um, and I'm so, so grateful that my family's been incredible. I mean, my dad, I love him. They're supportive. My sister Kendra has been absolutely incredible. You know, my friends are amazing. <clears throat> and, you know, nothing really has changed. That's the thing. Like, I have felt doubt in all of this time. I just haven't been open about it. And now I'm open about it. And so, yes, there's change because now I feel like I'm free to live my life and make decisions and on basic things like what do I want to wear today do I want to get a tattoo and I'm getting one on Friday just crazy things and you know, <laughs> know. things I that actually I'm so funny but I like made little notes like just in case and I put three little butterflies and your star oh, that... on your paper <laughs> for my notes yes. for you oh my gosh yeah I'm getting three little tattoos to represent me and the girls um but that and... was actually the family I was talking about was how are like Lily and Chloe and your husband doing like with all of this oh yes oh like the, the yes pe- like my your people. intimate your people your <laughs> yeah. intimate family how are they doing oh so good uh, Lily told me um shortly after her suicide attempt she's like mom I'm done at 18 I don't want to be a part of this religion and um I knew I was having very, very strong thoughts about taking her through the temple one day, and it just felt so wrong to me. But I was in the mindset of just 
faking it till I make it. I mean, I don't want to get deep into the temple at all, but I never felt comfortable there. And, and now I'm raising girls and I'm like, I can't do this. So I talked to her and she's like, I just remember when I'm like, really, it's okay. Like, you don't need to get married in the temple. You don't have to stay a member of this church. She started sobbing. And then she's like, wow, like I can marry who I want. I can, I don't have to, I'm, I, it's a very personal conversation and it was beautiful. And, you know, Chloe, she's younger, so I don't think she fully comprehends, but, um, she, she's on board. Obviously. I think when you're younger, you, I, at least for me, I didn't enjoy going to church when I was 11, 10, eight. So, uh, but it, it is a loss, but it's also like a new life now. Um, and with my husband, bless him. Oh my gosh. I feel like I could talk about him forever, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I love your guys's love by the way, just to... it's, um, him and I, we've been married, uh, 20 years and we've been through so much together. I mean, I've had multiple divorces in my family. I won't say how many times my parents have been married, but it's a lot. It's a lot. And I've had a lot of dads, a lot of moms. And when I met David, I truly did not believe that marriage was a long-term thing. And so 20 years in, and then on top of that, in December, I tell my husband I'm leaving the Mormon church and he's like, awesome. I love you. I support you in whatever you want, which just blew me away. Um, and surprisingly, a few months later, my husband decided to leave the church as well. And it's just, uh, I don't have words. We just, and, and you know, whatever is going to happen. I know there's a lot of like negative connotation with leaving the church. If you leave, you can't be happy. If you leave, you're going to die. You have all these fears. If I take my, if I wear things that are different and that's just not how it is because I, me, Katie, this is my body. This is my soul. This is my, I have authority over this, over this skin, over this face, over these words. And to be able to pull that back or even, I don't even know if I'm getting it back. I, I feel like I have it that it's new and it's, so that's how it is in our family. We, we talk about so much stuff like sex and drugs and things, and you've got to get in there and talk about real life things. Because a lot of times with leaving the church, you're like, what am I going to do with my kids? Uh, oh no. And I'm just like, you know, I was a, really good person while I was in the church. And I think I'm still a good person now. I was a good mom while I was in the church. I'm a really good person now, you know, nothing, um, nothing can prevent me from achieving worthiness now. And I felt very, very stuck. So that's kind of like the major difference that I'm feeling, you know, just I'm in charge. You're in charge. Lily, she's 16. She's still in charge of her authority and her worthiness and, you know, taking power back over her body and her soul and who she is as a woman. So yeah, I feel like I, the word that comes around is like that empowerment. Yes. It's so empowering. It, it's really crazy. Yeah. And, and to be told that you can't feel that, you know, it's like an invisible barrier. I was just on 
this side of the wall in Mormonism. And I'm like, this is such a massive leap. And if I do this, all of these terrible things are going to happen to me. And all of the, you know, there's that fear that I think the church is really good at giving me, I will only speak for myself and to take that leap and go, wow, like I'm okay. I might get cancer tomorrow. I might die in a car accident. It's not because I left the Mormon church because people make really bad choices and things happen. And um, to kind of separate myself into a whole new thought process of like real accountability, real agency, real choices being made. And instead of, you know, putting it all onto God and all onto, you know, I know I'm really getting into some weird thoughts, but it's, it's, no, I love it. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's just like, I, I make decisions and there are consequences. And that's what we're telling our girls. Like, if you do this, this is going to happen, you know? And instead of, if you do this, you're going to hell. If you do this, God is angry. If you do this, I don't want a conditional God anymore. I don't want, I, so yeah, that's, you know, these are all things that I think about for the last five months and, and not really being able to talk about it, but feels good to talk about it. Cause I, this is me, it's Katie. And this is how I felt for a really long time. So yeah, the family no, is amazing. I can relate to everything you're saying. So I, appre yeah. I appreciate you talking about it and being open and you know, that this is hearing you say that this is the first time you've really talked about it. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful because, you know, we, there are more of us out there and, you know, whether it's in the LDS church or not, who are going through things that are similar and, you know, yeah. that's, I think that's the point of us being vulnerable is it doesn't matter if you're Mormon or Christian or Jehovah witness, like these feelings yeah. that we have around situations, it just helps us stay curious. And, yeah. you know, I think and, we're, go for it. Oh, sorry. I was no, going to say people, millions of people that find amazing peace within the Mormon church. And I respect that. And I believe it. And I, and I validate that. Um, so it just breaks my heart that I could never find the peace there. So that was really hard for me while I was in it. So now that I'm out and finding peace, religionless right now, basically, like that's where the perspective comes in. I appreciate and respect your peace and your love and your, your membership to the LDS church. I was a member for 42 years. I don't hold any ill will towards people that are still practicing Mormons. I love and respect them. The hardest part is getting that same respect and love back to trust me as a person that I, I know what I'm doing and I'm happy and I'm not being led astray and I'm not on Satan's path. Um, that it's, it's just, it is what it is. And it's, it's the same type of peace, but it's different and that's okay. Yeah. You, you know, you've experienced the same thing, but it's different. Even though you and I have been in the same experience it's different, but we were, we're joined in the fact that, you know, we both felt unworthy, unloved, 
I don't know about you, but like body, I mean, I'm overweight right now, but you know what? I don't even care, girl. I am, I'm just happy. I'm happy. The joy is just exuding from me. So I'm in my bathing suit. I'm just like, I'm just living. I'm just doing what I feel in my soul. So I was in, the, in a bathing suit this last weekend and I took pictures of myself and I posted them and I'm just like, I don't care. I, I look it. good. Like yes. I, I'm just happy. So you do you hot girl. I feel <laughs> you know like I, I all I hear are those reels in my head. It's like that fajita one going around right now. Like you are a hot flaming steamy. Have you heard that? <laughs> fajita no, but... in a chilies on a oh Friday my night. <laughs> it sounds like they're describing me. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. No. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to say <laughs> that's the other thing now. Don't bad for tooting your own horn get out if it's if your horn is this big if it's this big that that you got to get out there and just toot it mm-hmm. because women need to see each other celebrating themselves and their bodies in different all different shapes all different sizes all different types of moods instagram is like the biggest lie ever because it's not always happy and sunshine and rainbows and we cry and we eat tons of ice cream at night. And, you know, it's good and bad days. That's why for me, like, I've always been open about every struggle I've ever had because it allows me to heal. And so, yeah. And that's why I love that you invited and you're doing this. This is, this is what we women need. We yeah. need each other. We do. And we do need to see all of those things that you're talking about. And I, that's another reason I've just completely appreciated what you do on Instagram. And it inspires me too, with me being vulnerable on Instagram for my community, because it's true. And it's, it's those darkest moments that we need to hear that we don't want to get on and show up on that others need it. And so I try to check myself, obviously, to make sure that, you know, I'm in the right place to show up in that way when I need to, but I definitely do and have been pushing myself harder because we do, we need this community now more than ever. It's true. Yeah. I said something that I want to take back. Go for it. I'm not overweight. I'm just me. You are. Get it. I don't like that I word. I love that you just did that. Like praises to you. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm just me. Yes, you are. And <laughs> you're amazing and beautiful and full of life. Oh, I, love I it. just love you. I love I you. Love how we've only what met two times and we're just like, we just hit it off. We do. Yeah. And you get amazing lashes and I'm allergic to them. And... <laughs> oh my gosh. So you guys just like a side story. So I yes. did Katie's lashes and so, so sad that she was allergic to them and literally blew up yes. like a balloon. But then it was awesome because I was having the worst day when my eyelashes were flared to come and remember I just cried to you I'm like oh I'm having the worst day so you know what maybe I needed to be able to get all of that emotion out plus my eyelashes right I had them on for like a day really good for that they did they did they they really really did (laughs) so totally not to switch topics though on all of that but I mean if you do want to share some stuff about um like going through the bullying and everything like if you want to do that today or we could even have you come back on a podcast to talk about that whatever I mean, you like what do you want to do 
Yeah. I mean, I love what we've done so far. Um, maybe I stop this one and we can keep recording for a second podcast. All right. You like Let's that? Do it. All right. Yep. So Katie out for this one. I'm out. I'm out. All right. I'm going to shut it off. Bye guys. See you next week. Thanks friends for listening in. If you found this helpful, please subscribe, share, and leave a review. If you'd like to be more involved in our community, hop over to Instagram and find me at Abigail Levisi. Keep showing up. I will too. See you next time.